0: You are locked on Indians, your daily Cleveland Indians podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. Uh, this is another one that uh, pre-recorded, and this is the follow-up to the show about. Um, the Tampa Bay and why Tampa and Cleveland in a lot of ways are a natural fit. It's another one that runs a little long. Uh, As for my own recovery, uh, my knee still can't bend. I'm hoping to get it tapped tomorrow. New experience in life, but whatever is going to make it so I can walk. uh, I am doing a little bit better, but that has been my fun adventure. Since I had this in the can, I figured I'd take advantage of it. Uh, There was some miscommunication. So my interview with uh, Rogelio posted this week. So I'm going to save my interview with uh, Javi from On Padres for a two-parter for next week. So that'll be next Wednesday and Friday. That means uh, some fresh material on Monday and possibly some fresh material here on Friday. I have to look over what I have. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. Uh, there's not been a whole lot to talk about. Robbie Grossman signed. I'm a little bit shocked at two years, $10 million. Good for him. He's been The king of the cheap contract. So the Tigers went out and gave him some money. And he's been an above average regular. He's definitely like the guy who got away with all the players the Indians have rolled out in that outfield. They never really gave Grossman a look. He had a good run in Minnesota. He had a good run with Oakland. And now Detroit's paying him. And I liked Detroit doing this kind of mid level contract last offseason. Uh, They're doing it again this offseason. It is harder to find outfielders than one thinks. We have kind of got We went through the whole league earlier this offseason, talking about all the teams trying to find who has outfield depth, and there wasn't a lot of teams. Uh, there's just not a preponderance of outfield depth right now. So I think it's a good get. I think it is a smart move by the Tigers. It's a very cheap investment in the grand scheme of things. But as we've seen uh, in the grand scheme, the Indians have no money to invest. So we're still waiting for them to do anything interesting. As for now, uh, here is why the Indians and the Rays both make sense for uh to trade with each other hope you enjoy you are locked on indians your daily cleveland indians podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day hello and welcome to the show brought to you by boat bar it's likely what i had for breakfast today BuiltBar.com promo code locked on. So, as promised, let's talk Indians and Rays. Uh, I think there is a lot of sense for these two teams to at least consider trading with each other. So, as previously mentioned, when you look at the Rays lineup currently, uh, Austin Meadows listed as the DH, Brandon Lowe at second, uh, postseason hero and high regression candidate. I still like him. I still think he's an above average regular. Let me put it that way. But uh, the postseason was amazing for Randy uh, as a as a, a Renia. G-Man Choi is a first base uh, platoon is is very likely, with Yandy Diaz also playing there some. Manny Margot in right. Joy Wendell is listed at third base. Willie Adames at shortstop. Kevin Kiermeyer and center field, who could be another player on the move from what I have seen and read. Mike Zunino at catcher. Francisco Mejia backing up there, Mike Bracy, uh, backing up multiple positions and then outfield slash first base with Yushi Toots So those are, you know, they kind of upper guys, uh, Brett Phelps, uh, Brett, not Phelps, Phillips, right? That's the outfielder who they acquired recently, uh, in their in-season trade it gives them, uh, another player who's going to get some time in the, uh, the big leagues this year will be part of their, uh, everyday, uh, Going to be on the roster. Not necessarily an everyday player for them. Uh, Top prospects, Vidal Brujan. I don't think he's someone they're going to look to trade. So we should probably move on from him. Taylor Walls, though, I think could make a lot of sense as a trade candidate. Wander Franco is going to need to play at some point and he is a shortstop. I don't know what that means for Willie Adames. um, But I also don't think they're going to be moving Adames until maybe next year, if we're being honest. And I mean, up the middle. Like, I, I was a Alika Williams, who they took this past year in the first round. It's another Greg Jones, another recent first-rounder. Uh, While well, I bagged on the trade four, uh, where they got Hunter Renfro, I'd forgotten that Xavier uh, Edwards, who I'm a huge fan of, was another player that they got in that trade. Uh, Josh Lowe is, you know, an interesting outfield type. He was one of those ones who was kind of listed him and Nolan Jones were always kind of together on most prospect rankings when you're, you're sitting there and looking at uh, for that draft class, continuing through their minors. I mean, pitching-wise, obviously this is not, this is where you have to be like, well, who's on the 40-man, who isn't? Uh, Drew Stratman is, is someone who could be a potential starter type. You know, Shane McClanahan going to be a starter, a reliever? and I mean, he seems perfect for the opener role for them. Louis Patino I believe all three of those will be 40 man players for them and then I mean they're they're minor league bullpen depth not uh not guys that I am necessarily huge on if I'm being honest as I go down and look through the list not a lot of guys that I'm overly familiar with too uh so we'll see but again this team when you look at their starting pitching and why I wanted to jump into this is Hopefully you listened to the end of Friday's show, but if you missed it, Jalen Beeks, Colin Poche, relievers, openers, starters, many different things, but useful players for them. Uh, One had Tommy John in July, one had it in September, and then we want to talk about other starters, uh, top prospects, Brent Honeywell and Brendan McKay, who were both, I'm waiting for Honeywell just to get healthy. 2014 draft pick, uh, one of the top 20, 25 prospects in baseball at various points in time. Just keeps getting hurt. He needs arthroscopic elbow surgery. He just had it this month. Uh, another blow for him. Brendan McKay had labrum surgery in August. And Yanni Chirinos, who has been a you know a, a stable part of their rotation, had Tommy John in August. So that's five starters down. They did not pick up Morton. They traded Snell. Their starting rotation, you have Glasnow and Yarborough. Uh, Michael Waka, they signed a free agency, who has not been effective in a while. Josh Fleming was okay for them last year in 32 innings, very limited. Trevor Richards was not great last year. So who fills in those gaps? Who helps the Rays, a team that I mean are going to be considered postseason uh, contenders next year? And it's where the Indians could really step in. It's why an Indians-Rays trade could make some sense. Should, should we talk about just the specific names now? Um, I think you can eliminate most of their core pieces. Let's be just perfectly honest there. And I think an important part of those core pieces people will bring up uh, is Yandi Diaz. Yes, Yandy Diaz was not an everyday player for them a year ago, but they need him. Uh, when you look at a lot of their platoons, the right-handed platoon bat is is needed uh, to to move in in a few positions with him and Mike uh, Brassi. Are those guys, and they both perform very well in that role as a right-handed platoon bat. Now I think Yandi is more than just a platoon bat, and I think when you look at his overall performance, the upside to you know making him an everyday player, at least for part of next season is that does allow them to consider moving someone like Joey Wendell who does not necessarily have the same value um, as Yandi, not as many years of control. Not as much of a ceiling in terms of offensive production, and again, when you talk about their top prospects, uh, with Franco and uh, Vidal Bruhan just kind of sitting there uh, waiting to come up and play. Yes, they're you know, Wanders a shortstop, and Vidal is a a second baseman. Brandon Lowe is their current second baseman. Uh, has not, I mean, he was okay there defensively last year, and he will be fine there. But there was always talk that he might be better at third. And if you shift him to third, um, he's going to be, you know, still a high-level producer at third base. But that again, it opens them up to a situation where they can move a Joey Wendell, um, and it won't hurt them. Uh, they have the pieces to fill in for him. Let's just put it that way. Even if it's just to start at the year with uh, Yandi at, at first base or at third base, and, you know, uh, Mike Brucey is the— uh, platooning with G-Man Choi or maybe it's uh, Brucey plays third against um, lefties and Yandy plays there against righties and Yandy slots over to first when it's a lefty pitcher there's ways to make it up and then again they have so many prospects in their minors in the upper minors who could help this team sooner rather than later that I just think uh, logically these two teams make a ton of sense uh, pitching wise I've already discussed their losses, guys who need to fill in. Uh, you know, their bullpen had a lot of guys who played very well a year ago. I didn't really talk too in-depth about the bullpen. Uh, Dio Castilla, Nick Anderson, Peter Fairbanks, John Curtis. The best of them was, uh, was Anderson, but then he got overused and imploded in the postseason. I mean, he was great for 16 innings, and then the postseason, it was not good. And we'll kind of have to wait and see if he rebounds or how uh, things end up going with Nick Anderson, but... I mean, he's a guy that I don't know if I was a Rays fan, I would not feel super comfortable with right now after the postseason because there are those guys who seem to never recover from a bad postseason. So it's they, they have a few more when it comes to the pen options. But uh, it's also, you know, Aaron Loop was a big part of that pen a year ago for them. He put up a lot of innings, was really effective. And I believe he's another guy who's a free agent. Uh, Chaz Rowe was someone they counted on at times. Free agent, Oliver Drake, free agent. So they lost a lot of uh, pitching who was just, you know, their depth guys. And when you look at those, their top prospect lists, if I hop over to like MLB right now, Shane Baz is in double A and he is their fifth rated pitching prospect. Shane McClanahan, I believe got some time in the majors last year. He could be an option for one of those spots. Uh, Brent Honeywell, we discussed is hurt. Nick Bitsko, I have not mentioned today, their first round pick also hurt. Uh, Tommy John surgery is going to miss time. Joe Ryan, who was a, double a 24 could be someone to help them this year and this hasn't been updated so it doesn't have their the newest additions cole wilcox and Luis patino patino could be an option to help them for sure but uh i don't think he is someone you're really counting on to uh to jump in and be a starter next year i could be wrong but that's kind of my feel he's one of those guys that needs some more uh seasoning i think someone with the rays even made that statement Ryan is one of those just classic Tampa steals, a nice, uh, late round pick who performed really well, uh, in the Cape and was a seventh round pick and could be someone again, who helps them. So the names, there are a few names that stand out for the Rays and we'll discuss them here in a moment. Rock auto is back. They were a sponsor over the summer and you fans out there did such a nice job responding to their ad. They are back. Rock Auto, if you have not heard me talk about them before, have everything you need for your car. There's so many makes, so many models. What is nice is this is a family-owned business. They keep all of their stuff in one central area. They cut down on the overhead. They pass that savings on to you, the consumer. So if you need a part for your car, you're going to want to go to rockauto.com. and the How Did You Hear About Us box, put Locked On. Put Locked On. It needs put Locked On MLB. Just make sure it's some version of Locked On so they know who sent you there. They know that their advertisement uh, money was well spent. When you need a part for your car, go check out Rock Auto. You owe it to yourself to make sure you are getting the best deal on any part and piece you need for your car. It never hurts to product shop. And, and right now, when you use Rock Auto, you have in your back pocket an entire catalog to compare with to make sure that you are getting the best deal on your car. RockAuto.com. Tell them we sent you over at Locked On. Our other sponsor is BetOnline.ag. You have heard me talk about... Bet Online AG, since they became one of the big sponsors here at Locked On. Playoffs are this weekend. Uh, the NBA is in full swing. NHL is around the corner. We have, uh, was it the national championship might be postponed a bit because of COVID? We'll have to pay attention and see. But no matter what's happening on, no matter the sport, no matter your betting interest, background, or knowledge, you're going to want to go to betonline.ag and Use the code locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus. This is the number one place that has you covered and the number one place that we here at On trust. BetOnline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in the action. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook. Visit our good friends An exclusive partner at BetOnline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code LOCKEDON for your sign-up bonus. Hashtag BetOnline. 2020 is mercifully over. Uh, While it got its last kicks on me with my knee here, it's time for everyone to start fresh. I'll be starting fresh tomorrow, hopefully. And for the rest of you, I hope it has been an early good start to 2021. If you're betting this year and you want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get podcasts. So let's talk about this Rays team. There's the so, (laughs) You know, we're back. There are a few guys as I was going through that really stuck out to me as logical trade candidates. When we talk about the Rays in general, okay, they're locks, right? Meadows, not a good defender. Fantastic bat. Last year was a struggle. DH, he's probably set there for the next few years. Randy as Erez Arena. I think he's locked into left field for them. Right field, Manny Margot was great. I don't know if he's necessarily locked into right because he could also switch to center field for them, especially if they move Kevin Kiermeyer. So they could be looking at another outfielder long term uh, for that team. Willie Adames, not a lock because you got uh, Wander Franco, who's you know a generational prospect. But as of now, he's He's pretty much a lock into place for them. Uh, G-Man Choi, not a lock at first base. First base is definitely a movable place for them. Uh, they like to try guys out, see what works, what doesn't work. That is a place that I don't think they will ever lock in. Brendan Lowe, Brandon Lowe, I should say, Second, he's a lock somewhere on the infield. Be it second, be it third, he's locked there. So the names that really popped, and we talked about why Diaz is not someone who's likely to move and... Wander Franco isn't going anywhere. Uh, Vidal Bruhan not going anywhere. So looking down that prospect list, Xavier Edwards is a few years away. I love him, but not really someone you want to acquire with the thought that, hey, he can help us next year in 2021. The first guy to talk about is old friend alert, Joey Wendell. So he had a down 2019. This year was only 184 plate appearances, but when you look at 2018 and 2020, 116 and 117 WRC plus above average production used a lot of times uh, as a platoon guy for them. But when you're the Indians and you need an infielder, uh, let's see, 20, 20, 30 games at, or 28 games at third, 20 games at second, 10 at short. He played all over for them. Um, They have Mike Brossy who can do a similar thing. And with Wendell being a player who is arbitration eligible in 2022 and a free agent after 2023. He's already got some years built up. Uh they have some other options. He is 30 years old already. The value for him as a trade asset may not be as high as his value to them on the team, but you know, it's like if you go over to the the trade value site, which again, I've had my my ups and downs with. They only list him as a 2.2 for trade value, very low. I feel like that's almost too low because he has been productive. But I think looking at that he is certainly someone the Indians should you know, keep in mind. You know, Is there a world where it's like Plutko for Wendell? Maybe. I don't know if that's enough, but maybe you can do something close to that. Um, it's, it's certainly something to consider. Uh, I wish kind of they had... And it's the other problem too. Uh, because they don't want teams to trade draft picks they would lose for signing free agents, you can't trade your draft picks in the offseason. You can only trade it uh, when games are happening. But you wonder, with the way Tampa operates, that draft pick would be a great trade asset and you know on these the site here they don't include graphics because right now you couldn't trade them anyways but you wonder what the valuation on that because it's the competitive balance b pick that's not as interesting to the indians it's going to be the end of the second round uh it's going to be somewhere in the 60s or 70s that's what they traded in the um carlos santana edwin incarnacion bowers diaz deal so it's It's something that they have shown the willingness to move in the past. Um, I've always been a bit surprised they've been less interested in adding those picks. I I can't say that they haven't wanted to. It's just they've not gone out of their way to add them in general. But uh, Wendell, I think, is someone who still just makes a ton of sense. Uh, The Indians need a second baseman. They probably could need a shortstop. I'm not saying he is the guy at shortstop. But as a second baseman, uh, it would be a great story. He is a guy you can have there. And then... By the time someone like Ty Freeman is ready to maybe take over at second or um, one of the other young players, be it, you know, we're hoping that it's going to be Gabriel Arias at shortstop, but if it's Owen Miller or someone like that, uh, if the Indians make a trade for Lindor, which we assume they're going to make and they don't get a middle infielder in that trade, uh, I mean, Owen Miller, Yu-Chan Chang, these guys are going to get opportunities, we think, but having someone like Joey Wendell just to handle second, because I don't think Cesar Hernandez is coming back would be a nice get. Two other names in the upper minors to look at. Uh, Taylor Walls, shortstop. Very, very, very blocked, right? <laughs> they got Adames. They've got, you know, Bruhan, who's a second baseman, but is another up-the-middle guy. Uh, Wander Franco, shortstop. And Xavier Edwards, shortstop. <laughs> and we can keep going. Walls was voted their Defensive Player of the Year, I think, in 2019 and 2018. This is a guy from Florida State who was a second baseman in college, uh, but it looks like a potential plus defender at short in the pros. He has always walked a ton. He is one of the elite guys in terms of walk rate going back to college. Uh, not going to be a high average guy, not going to hit for power, but he's going to walk a ton. He's going to play strong defense, uh, at a shortstop or second base in the minors. He's posted fantastic WRC pluses. He is just out there, you know, walking over 10% of the time. Uh the let's see, the home run numbers have not been great. You know, it's you look at twenty nineteen, he hit ten across uh high A and double A. And he didn't get to play last year, and which is, you know, obviously something that kind of holds him up, but he just he performs. He is out there swiping some bases, he runs well, he walks a lot. There's a lot to like in his game. Uh some doubles pop, uh can get it in the gap and then run. Again, probably never going to hit for a high average. Uh, In the minors, he's been a guy who's closer to like a 270 bad. He might be more of a 240, 250 guy. But if he continues to walk over 10% of the time, he's going to be a starter with his defensive ability and his run ability as uh, his speed. Very blocked. Would have probably been in the big leagues last year. Uh, If you're curious about, you know, what does he do? I believe he's a switch hitter. Let me double check that yes switch hitter throws right currently plays short played second in college both uh project is you know average to above average uh defensive positions and you know if you're out there talking about well we haven't given Yu Chen Chang a chance we haven't given you know Owen Miller who we went out and got hasn't had that opportunity to go yet uh I don't think it's the worst thing to keep I mean, I mean on a basic level Walls is a better defender I think it's short than either of them um, so I, I think he's an interesting guy to consider third round pick in 2017, very blocked, but I mean, the worst case with his defense walk and speed is he is a high end utility type. Uh, I, I think that you at least consider him again, because the Indians, uh, inf- I mean, like Ernie Clement's fine. And, you know, we talked with Burke Granger a few weeks ago about him and how he's sold on him and how. You know, he has a very high chance to be a major league player just on what he can do. Uh, as long as you don't get stuck on what he can't do, as a utility guy, he could be great. While outside of Clement, though, there isn't much in the upper system. You have Clement, you have Miller, and you have uh, Clement, Miller, and Chang are really the guys for next year. Getting someone like Walls might give you, He's I would rate him currently uh, higher than anyone in that group. So he just gives you another... High-end option, another player you can try out there and could be productive. And then the last player to mention, and uh, you're going to have to turn in Friday to hear the last bit, where instead of running super long, um, I know when you combine the original lengths of Mondays and what today's was going to run, I had more than three days' worth of podcasts. So I'm going to take a little bit, put that into Friday, and then you can hear a little more of the Rays talk. You're going to hear about some trade ideas, some of the specifics. This is more of a profile on why the Rays match up with the Indians and some of the players that stand out. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter with some ideas on who you think that last player is going to be. You can also hit me up on Twitter with anything you would like me to answer for Friday's show. Let's uh, Let's keep the ball rolling. We were third highest in network growth on the entire MLB network last year. So let's start fighting and getting our way into the top 10 MLB podcasts. Download daily. uh, That is huge for the show. Have a friend. Download all that stuff. Tell people. Let's get those numbers going. Uh, We will have the second half of this talk on the Rays. Any other news we will also handle on the show. Again, when Robbie Grossman's the biggest thing to happen in a week, I can't guarantee there's going to be a whole lot to talk about, but we will see and in addition uh like i said hit me up for mailbag anything like that that'll be on friday's show monday we will hopefully have who knows something to talk about if not we're going to start diving into those historical drafts as promised and then we will have wednesday and friday being two-part interview with javi over from lockdown padres talking about all the trades all the maneuvers everything that has recently happened i have been jeff ellis this has been the lockdown indians podcast and at least for the next year go tribe